Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You're listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with John about his experience creating his own therapy dog program, Moments with Wynn what it was like to go through the pet-assisted therapy certification program at Providence College, and how he knew Winston would enjoy the experience. We'll discuss what it was like to go through their internship at Windwalker Humane Society of Rhode Island, his future goals to spread joy, and how Winston's helping to train their new puppy, Finley. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet John and Winston. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. For those who don't know you, would you like to introduce yourself and your podcast? Sure, I would love to. Hi, my name is John, and I currently live in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and my puppy's name is Winston. Hi, uh, Winston. Uh, <laughs> Look at that smile. And then the other puppy is Finley. Is Finley yours as well? Yes. How old is Finley? Finley is 12 weeks old. Oh, just a baby. And just a baby, and then Winston just turned three. Okay. Thank you so much for having us. This is wonderful, and I am so excited to be here tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to know what y'all are doing a little bit more. So, John, how did you first discover the role of therapy dogs? It's actually interesting. So, when I first got a puppy, I would just walk around in my neighborhood, and I would, you know, stop and say hi to neighbors with my dog, and it just grew from there. Everyone just, you know, really made it a point to say how much that they enjoyed the chance to say hello to my puppy, and, you know, just how happy the moment was. So, fast forward, one day I was like, you know, this really seems like this could be worthwhile to check out and see if there's something out there that could be something to learn more about so that I could try to get on board with sharing the joy to more people. I went online and fast forward, I found a local college continuing education program and I sent a message and got a call back and went from there. It was great. And was that Winston that you had that experience with? And that was with Winston. Yes. Yeah. So Winston, I feel like he's been special to a lot of people in my neighborhood, you know, just from the point before. And he seemed like he had the temperament to just, you know, get along well with a lot of different kinds of people. We have lots of kids in our neighborhood. He really enjoyed, you know, spending time with a lot of the children and the kids would grab his leash, you know, with me and want to walk him all the way to, you know, petting his head and grabbing his tail. We have couples in our neighborhood that have been here 30, 40, 50 years and always just make it a point to say, hi, how's Winston? I could digress and tell a very quick neighborhood story if you're interested. Yeah, I'd love to. So one of my favorite moments of buying this house was we have a couple up the street that has been here for 50 years. And one day the couple was walking by my house and stopped by and said, hi, we just want to say hey to Winston. And then after that, the wife goes, is it okay if I take a picture of him? And I go, sure. Certainly. I didn't really think much of it at the moment. About a week and a half later, she came back and I learned something through this experience with Winston was that she is a tremendous artist. And she came back Mm -hmm. because she took that photograph and actually painted a picture of him to want to give me. And it's the first photo that I hung up when I bought my house. thought that was really incredible that all of that came about through the interaction with Winston. And it was something that was just really special. You know, that was one of the examples where I'm like, he needs to do this and really get more involved with it. So 
I'm so happy that he can make such a wonderful impact with so many people. What our goal is to keep sharing dog love as we continue to get involved in community events and getting online. And so really excited about it. That's awesome. So So what was your path then at that point from when you realized that he probably would make a great therapy dog to actually becoming a therapy dog? What did that look like for you? That's a really great question because when you have a puppy, it's just you're kind of in that moment and you enjoy it for what it is. But then when you start seeing the interactions with other people, not just through that story, but a a number of other scenarios too, in my day to day, I was like, you know, the path for him seems like he could really bring a lot of joy to people. I try to keep it simple. Life can be really a lot, but I guess my takeaway of it is just that it's like, what can we do to just, you know, really share our, our good nature and what can we do to promote joy? And that's one of the reasons I love the program that I found is because it's a specific assisted therapy support animal program that brings joy. And it's all the organic way of doing that. And it's a very unique program like that. It's very enriching in the sense that it's just an atmosphere to create natural moments that can arise through interacting with an animal. And in this case, you know, my dog and a lot of the benefits that that can bring. So. Okay, awesome. So is that a volunteer program then that you all are in? Yes, that's a volunteer program. Well, I enrolled to be a student at Providence College in my area, and it's a three-part program. So it's a continuing education program that's called Pet Assisted Therapy. And in, in doing that, there's three classes. There are eight-week courses, and you go each week in a non-credit fashion to campus and learn different parts of what we're doing. So in the first session of Pet Assisted Therapy, it was just me going to class. I had a textbook and and throughout the eight weeks, I learned the different pieces of putting an actual proposal together to promote what I'm doing. So my program is called Moments with Win, And Moments with Win is, is an effort to share joy through a number of avenues of engaging with him. And in doing that, we develop the mission, we develop a vision of what we're doing, you know, what we want as goals for the program, what we don't want as goals, what we'd like to see, what we don't want to see, and all the boundaries and framework to put that together. So that eight weeks is going through each piece of the proposal proposal and drafting it. Once that eight weeks is complete, the second eight weeks is the internship. And that's where you actually take your pet. So I took Winston on site with me to a local healthcare facility to begin the journey of applying what we wanted to do with our program. So that was very cool. And then actually getting to go in on site and meeting patients, and staff and children and yeah. lots of people in the community, really, that come and go very frequently where we are. And we got to start learning. So it was exciting. And I also learned about brand new behaviors. I haven't seen Winston do before. Like when we did our temperament testing, I didn't know that he was going to be super scared of the elevator door Mm. and he refused to go in and that took extra time to work with him to go through things like that. And it's just moments that I guess I didn't anticipate, you know, when I go through my day to day of like walking in the front door somewhere, you know, that's not something that he wants to do right away. He has to kind of sniff it out, you know, learn it. So it was a great learning experience for the second eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So then what will your final eight weeks look like? I love this question. (laughs) Because I am so excited that I literally just this past week just got to the end of this. So thrilled. But anyway, the final eight weeks is a class that I sign up for, but I begin my internship hours. There's two parts to this internship in the third class. The first part is 10 hours on site at Elmhurst Rehabilitation in Roger Williams Medical Center, where I would go an hour a week to meet patients going through a number of journeys there, whether it's long-term care, dementia patients, stroke rehabilitation, all kinds of patients there. And then I would walk around with a licensed clinical social worker and engage with them with my pet and try to create positive experiences for them during this time and and create joy. And, you know, whether it's going into the common area and having Winston sit alongside activities that they were doing or board games or playing or music day, whatever 
whatever it might be, just to have him in there really created a lot of meaningful experiences for a lot of the patients there. And it was really something wonderful to have that. And then once that 10 hours is complete, I did 10 hours self-directed on my own to try to find community events or organizations that I went to promote my proposal moments with when to, to let them know that I'm involved in an assisted pet therapy program to try to bring joy to people in the community. And I wanted to put myself out there to see if I could basically bring my dog to your event in an effort to have some fun. We've done everything from local farmers markets to all kinds of programs. I have a friend who works at a university nearby. I was able to bring him on campus and everything in between. So from there, I just finished. So I just started by... <laughs> Congratulations. My, thank you so much. It has been at least the past couple of years, year and a half of really wanting to put a good faith effort into this, right? And yeah. going through the motions of it to learn a lot about what I could benefit from it as well. And also doing it for Winston in the sense of keeping him engaged and happy. And then I just felt like it was a win-win for everybody. So just started the application and looking forward to get our credentials soon. So it'll be very cool. Very cool. Then what are you able to do with those credentials? Are you a mental health professional? I am not. No. Okay. This is something that I'm doing. What has grown to become something really enjoyable is a passion. At the start of it, I wanted to do it for the enjoyment of, of having more involvement with my dog. I think yeah. and just getting more involved in the community, but it really took off, I guess. And yeah. which was awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I have not heard of someone doing such an in-depth program without being a mental health professional. So yeah, that's yeah. real dedication. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you so much for the opportunity to share. I did say at the beginning, I'm like, you know what, if I start this, I'm going to go through it, you know, yeah. no matter what life brings or how busy I feel, because I feel like life is going to just be that, right? And maybe some days I'm more motivated than others, but you know, you just keep chipping away at it. And then it ends up happening that day where you finish, which was the best feeling ever. So we're excited. So is your goal with Finn to expand to moments with Wynn and Finn? Aww, I love that. I see all the branding for that already. <laughs> I certainly see him going down that road if he wants to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what is cool about what I'm doing is that once I get that credential, you know, that's it for life. And that's something that I'll renew through temperament testing every year. But if I want to add an animal, I guess I could start doing that with Finn too. So that'd be very cool. I'm sure yeah. he has a lot of training ahead of him since he's only 12 weeks. But Yeah. Oh, I know. No, no, I appreciate that too, because, um, you know, when you have an older puppy, you want the younger one to learn everything yeah. right away in hopes that they catch on. So, you know, we've started simple, like with sit, right? Because that's one of the things in our therapy dog program is that you have to know all your commands, especially if you're walking down a hallway or somebody in a wheelchair comes by, you want them to be able to sit, stay, you know, come here, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So they copy each other, which makes life way easier for me instead of trying to lure them with treats or something. They kind of just both do the same thing. So it's Cute. He's got a good role model, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. What did you learn along the way in your training with Winston? I learned a lot about what it really means to be patient. I think that sometimes when you're trying to practice some of the skills and it's not coming along right away, you know, I'm, I'm remembering that Winston and I are going through it. Yeah. And it's very easy to forget that, I guess, because you come in somewhere with your dog and you kind of expect things to click and flow. And then life is not designed like that. Mm -hmm. It's designed to be more 
or enjoying like the journey or like that pathway of getting to that end point but maybe it's just not the road that you thought you were going to go down and sure. so that's definitely one point i super learned and appreciated is how to be a bit more patient and continuing to practice that i think when moments seem like they're not just immediately coming together they will it just might not be on the timeline that i want yeah um, so that's one but two i learned a lot about just meeting new people and having a puppy come in somewhere new certainly breaks the ice with a lot of people and right. they you know love saying hello and, and it just it helps you put yourself out there and be kind and meet each person where they are one of the things that i really grew to appreciate in this program and learned a lot about is that how every single person that meets a dog it's like a different door for them so yeah. you know, seeing winston the first person you know might have them reminisce about their dog they once had that was a lot of the moments we got to experience which was wonderful the second person would tell us your dog reminds me actually of the same dog that i used to see on my day-to-day -day. and we had a patient one time this was during one of the classroom hours we went and i brought him into the common room and there's a number of patients there was like a parakeet it was just like a fun spot for a lot of the people in the building and one of the patients comes over with her walker and this walker had like a little compartment in the middle and we were talking and chatting i brought winston over and the first thing she goes is that your dog looks like my dog. We all Aww. laughed. And I was like, what do you mean? I wasn't sure what you were talking about. She opened the compartment and pulled out a tan dog. Okay. And I was like, how incredible is that? That you were being very literal right there. That you had a tan stuffed animal puppy in your walker. That's beautiful. <laughs> and then she started to go on about how that dog brought her a lot of joy through earlier times of her life. And it's things like that that you just connect with people. And I learned to really appreciate that that bringing a dog somewhere can mean so much to somebody and it's just really awesome to have that chance to just kind of join that introduction for that so it's great yeah so now that your program is done what are your goals in terms of like is there a specific type of environment that you want to volunteer in or what's your plan I have a few ideas okay. that I'm looking to go pretty full steam ahead on. The first one is that I would super love to get more involved in community events where I am. There is so much going on in our area that I just like super love the idea of just trying to get more involved into the farmers markets and a lot of the community driven organizations. We have like a lot of park and rec events and stuff. And uh, is that Sunny? This is Sunny. Yes. Oh, hi, Sunny. So we're trying to do that. And then it's also just getting more involved too. Like I would like to see if there's an opportunity to get more involved with children. I saw a lot of work that he did with children at the center. So maybe some more school activities or programs. I'm trying to get more involved into college settings, like whether it's study breaks or brain breaks during tough semesters, whatever it might be. I think that he would add a lot of value. And I've seen a lot of early success with him helping to promote and encourage not being stressed out. Yeah. That's awesome. What do you look for in him when you're at these events to know if he's enjoying it or if he needs a break or how he's feeling? The one body language point I learned through all of this is that he just starts to lay on the ground really dramatically. And when he's, or when yeah, he's, when he's at his point where he needs to like <laughs> take five, he'll just fall to the ground. And then I'm like, okay, he needs water or maybe just a few minutes and then we can kind of like come back here. So yeah. yeah, it's that. And it's also too when he really wants to go up to somebody or he has like a good scent, maybe he's very compelled to want to pull towards that. 
I noticed that a lot too and trying to ease him into moments of meeting new people and just trying to you can go there but just not so quickly you know just kind of you know, slow him down a little bit I mean those are really the behaviors but you definitely see when he kind of gets tired so mm-hmm. it's something that I've learned to pick up on because when you start it or even if I'm out like on my day to day I don't always notice like I have him home and they're here playing right now and stuff and you don't really think about like oh you know they're kind of tired they just kind of like fall asleep but when they're out and about they definitely have behaviors that they show that I try to be more into. Yeah, totally. Because he's yeah. trusting you to take care of his needs. Yeah, yeah, that's another big takeaway I learned through everything that I'm doing too, is that I'm his caretaker. Right. So that brought a whole new layer to what I'm doing that I'm like, I'm the only person here that intervenes for him. And that gave me a lot of encouragement and personal power to say like, okay, if he's in an interaction and five kids come up to him and that looks really fun at first, but you could see him start getting frazzled maybe, it's okay for me to step in in the right way and just go, okay, let's just tame it for a few and then maybe he could ease back in and stuff. That definitely took some practice for me to kind of get the confidence to go in because you want to mean well for other people. Sometimes people will come up and they're having their moment and I definitely don't want to ruin that or take something away from someone and and say, oh no, you can't pet my dog like that. But I think we're on the same page. Uh, There's definitely the boundaries. Yeah, there's a way to respect and acknowledge what they want to do at the same time as advocating for your dog and letting them know, hey, I can see you really want to pet Winston right now. That's not really where he likes to be pet. How about this? Yeah, that's exactly it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, John, do you have any advice for someone who's interested in getting started in this type of work? My best advice is what I heard, and it's to go for it. If you find this interesting to you, or if you find anything about this to be something that you feel that you'd have a lot of fun with, try it and see what that experience is like for you. Everyone I've spoken to is, is so loved doing this and there's so much to do with it as well. There's really no limit to all the opportunities here and it's just a really great experience. So. Awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to share while you're here? I definitely want to keep encouraging everyone to share all their wonderful experiences online. And I'm definitely trying to track what I'm doing. I love the idea of using Instagram to document what I'm doing. I think it's an awesome chance to have that virtual scrapbook of memories and and being able to reminisce and also promote it to people who might not be as familiar with it and to let them know that this is a thing and this thing is so beneficial to so many people and to just try to promote it all we can yeah definitely and if people want to follow your journey they can do so at moments with win right yes that's right very cool well thank you so much john it was so great to get to meet you a little bit and meet winston and finley thank you so so much for having us it was a wonderful conversation i really hope you enjoyed this episode of therapy dog talk If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.